support and motivate women in countless areas of life our goal is to mentor the next woman going through career headaches relationship woes family drama <laughs> loss of a loved one and everyday chick stuff i love how you do the family drama every time we haven't got to it yet. <laughs> we haven't got to that topic yet <laughs> so i'm daynette and i'm shayna and we are two alpha females who are birth- both learning and navigating life after 40 so um, before we get started as always we'd like to remind you that She Got Goals podcast is available everywhere I mean everywhere that podcasts are available I actually had a friend search for us the other day and he said he found us on Tidal and I was like oh my gosh I don't even have Tidal to check to see if we found the right (laughs) one but oh my goodness we are available everywhere so if you are looking for us if you want to see what we look like if you want to propose a topic give us some feedback you can always find us on instagram and on facebook at she got goals podcast and you can email us at she got goals podcast at gmail.com so so Zanette. yes shana <laughs> we're <laughs> some, laughing because this is a juicy topic it's a naughty episode yes it is we're talking about Adventures in bad sex. Dun, yes. dun, dun. Yes, yes, people. And can good sex, good sex can stress. Oh, I can't even talk. Because <laughs> it's so hot. Good sex can stretch a bad relationship for a long time. Ain't that the truth? Do you really think so? Uh, Yeah, I, I've stayed for some good sex. I've stayed way too long, but it was so good. I mean... Good. Why are you looking? No, you should be agreeing with me. Good sex will make you put up with some stuff, right? Yeah, but what is too long? You know, I'm just like, define too long. Like, was he like cheating and you were like mesmerized with the D? Let's just say mesmerized (laughs) for the D. I don't know. Like, if he was a constant serial cheater. No. Cheating doesn't... Cheating is out of the the question. But, like, he was goalless. He was shiftless. He had no no point, no purpose in life. He just liked to get high and drink vodka. What? Yeah. He's not like an old man. No. He was a young man. He was... Girl, don't get me reminiscing now. Listen. Uh... <laughs> He didn't do anything. He didn't have no job. He didn't have no car. He didn't have no goals. But he knew what he was doing in other places, yeah. Mm. And and it should have. As soon as he said, "I ain't got no job. I ain't got no car. I ain't got no dreams of ever having my, living outside of my mama's basement." You know, right then I should have turned and ran, right? But no, mm. I stayed. Not stayed. Not like we were in a relationship. But I stuck around for a good two or three months longer than I should have. So I have had good sex, but it never 
had a hold to me why I didn't end relationships. Like, my family called me the season girl. I will have different two <laughs> different seasons because if, if you ain't fitting the bill, then you out. Mm-hmm. I know. It's good sex and all. Maybe you, you ain't had no good sex. Oh, yet. yes, I have. The kind of, you ever crawled up a wall? You ever, t- you have you ever cried? Ain't nobody ever brought you to tears, Shane? You ain't had no good sex yet, girl. Nah, it's- I don't think somebody has to bring you into tears to have good sex. I have had good sex. Okay. But even if I had it, and if he got on my nerves, <laughs> I will cut you and move on. I mean, there are toys out there, you know, to satisfy that need. Mm-hmm. I would rather deal with a plastic piece than deal with a headache of someone getting on my nerves because he knows how to perform mm-hmm. in the bedroom. I hear you. I don't agree, but I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but flipping the script, then, have you ever had the bad sex? Absolutely. <laughs> Um, yeah, and it, it backfired on me because I was all like, I'm going to get snowed in with him and just oh, to do no. the do. And it was the worst snowed in experience <laughs> ever. <laughs> I was like, I want to give me a shovel, please, so I can snow in my own man car because I cannot take any more. I was in college and I got stuck over there. It was awful. And it was so amazing to me because this dude had the package. Mm -hmm. Dressed up in a pretty shiny bow, had the bad house. He had the truck and the car. He had the gear. He had the money. He had the swag. He had the look. He had the smell. He had it. And baby... He didn't have the skill sets. He had one particular set, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and that was like, bing, like. And that, 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 does not, that does not make for bad sex. It, it's, it's an unfortunate situation. So you're trying to tell me. Did you hear what she just said? If, if he is now well in doubt or even average, average and he's below average, you're trying to tell me if someone's below average, then you can have good sex? Answer the question. I've had one below average person, and yes, it was still good sex. But he knew he was lacking. small. He was lacking, and so <laughs> he he managed. He was a small person. Like he was like five foot one. He was really. He was really short. <laughs> was he a midget? He was, was five. No, sorry, I take that back. He was five four. I remember now because I used to call him that. He was oh, five four, oh, <laughs> and he would that. adjust his body at certain angles <laughs> that only a short person could do. <laughs> And so, yeah, he was really good at what he did. Mm-hmm. Below average and good. Yeah. The minds knew that he was below average and try to supplement with. <laughs> <laughs> and the supplementation went wrong. Oh, no. I was like, where is that going? And what, what are you trying to do here? It's <laughs> just that awkward. I was like, abort, abort. <laughs> Give me that shovel. Get me out of here. Like, it was just so awkward and so sad. Like, 
I think this past year he tried to reach out on Facebook and mm-hmm. I was like no surprise I'm sorry he had a child he got married I'm mm-hmm. like oh poor wife I know what she going Ooh. she dealing with <laughs> you know more power to her but you I know, mean she... well that brings up a, a very important question say you, you save yourself for the 90 days or more mm-hmm. and you get to know this person and you develop some feelings and then you have the sex can your relationship feelings kind of help you make up for like in these situations can you coach your partner to be better if you want to invest the time in this person do you think a person can be taught um and we just say we are two alpha females living (laughs) life after 40 Uh i think when you're younger like in your 20s well, yeah, you're definitely coachable because we're all still trying to get to know our bodies and just try to get to know the sex, mm-hmm. the sex and how to enjoy it. I think it's funny like. how sometimes you still whisper when we say sex. <laughs> <laughs> so hilarious. Um, no. <laughs> but I think that as you get older, um, you should be a little bit seasoned in certain areas, especially if you've been married before and had long long relationships you should know um you should you should know the basics basics yes the basics i'm not trying to say you porn star level but you should know the basics of just yeah but but in every i I personally believe in every relationship new relationship that you get into you have to learn the other person's body you have to learn what they like and they have to learn the same about you and so they have to be teachable on a basic level because like for me I don't do basic like if you it's elementary level (laughs) if you coming in my bedroom you need to have a college degree in what we about to do so you're basically saying that you if you wait the 90 days and the dude comes out basic you're ending it no because you're not going to teach him what are you saying no 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 I'm saying that I was asking if you think a person who's bad at it can be taught but you're saying that when you're kind of in our age group, yeah, you you've should. had enough sex that you feel like you know what you're doing. You should. You should know something. You yeah. should know. And then how do you have that conversation? Like, how do I say, <laughs> uh, babe, <laughs> I really enjoy what you're doing right now with your tongue. Perhaps you can do it like this instead. You know, how do you, how do you, so, you know, this is a good, this is a good question Yeah. because I have heard that when people start out having average sex Mm -hmm. or there's something wrong in their sex, they either start cheating Mm -hmm. or they end the relationship because that's like top three when people get divorces or leave. It's like sex is one money, money. And then what was the third? the top it was the third one that's the top it's probably communication yeah something like that communication but I know women who have ended marriages because their significant others was either not endowed well endowed Mm -hmm. or or was well or or too well endowed or overly well endowed so both both spectrums Mm -hmm. and it hurt or bothered them or lack thereof and then um, I have, I know, like, I, I've i been in relationships with average sex, and I still wasn't fulfilled. Like, I really feel like I was left half empty. <laughs> Every we're, time. We're talking about 
sex the act, not sex the size of the manhood. No, I'm talking about the whole situation. Okay. The size of the manhood, the actual performance, okay. it still left me half empty. So mm. that categorized it as average sex. Can you survive on average boring sex? And that's something that people need to think about it. Like, yeah. if you're in a relationship and you either ain't not attracted to that person, mm-hmm. how do you how do you survive it through you the long haul? End, you should end it. I, you know what? <laughs> you said you should end it. <laughs> I feel like when you're in a relationship, if you have real, real genuine feelings for that person, then you can get past average sex. And I say that because... <laughs> In my previous relationship, it was, it was on a scale of one to 10, it was like a seven. Sometimes it got up to eight, but it was, it was never going to be a 10. And the guy that I had right before that relationship was like a 10 plus 11, 12 sometimes. So sometimes I, I'd be laying there thinking, wow, if, if this is the guy for me and we're going to get married, I have to sign on to basic. a basic rating seven sex for the rest of my marriage. <laughs> Can I be okay with this? And and he didn't have, the, he was like elementary school level. And again, I need oh. a master's degree. <laughs> so and I knew he would he was not teachable because I knew he would never get on board with some of the things that I enjoy. I really had to ask myself, can I be okay with that? And I loved him that much that I was like, you know what? We we're still gonna grow together. We'll still get to some of the things that I like, but I just knew there was a point where he's never gonna do everything and he's definitely not gonna do it to my liking. I loved him enough that I was gonna stay. So Okay, I can talk about my past, and I had the average, and it was, I think you had to be good, if you, good in one area of the sex, and not so good in the other, and that can make up to all the teaching. You have to be proficient in one or the other, like yes. oral, or regular, like something gotta be the bond that make me yes. wanna come back. Yes. When both are... Uh, a hit or miss? Ooh, wee, no. Uh, one or the other. I had to scale that down to a four mm-hmm. out of one to ten <laughs> rating, and it was very easy for me to cut because yeah. I was just like, I, 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 because you, I, I would I, end up cheating, and you probably would end up, yeah. I was, yeah, going, wanting to do that because I was so unfulfilled. Like mm-hmm. I said, my cut was half full, mm-hmm. and I was just like needing more and then when I will articulate my concerns with that person mm-hmm. um I know baby I'm trying oh no and I'll be like you're not trying hard enough because <laughs> I, I want to tell them basically I'm about to, I'm about to leave your ass if you don't get it together and that was a, a, a situation where I was involved in over a year and it was very for me to end it. It was very easy for me to end it because mm-hmm. it was other components. But then when, when you add that component, it was like, eh, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to settle. I don't want to settle and have the bad sex. Right. I'm just not trying to do that. <laughs> and then deal with life stresses. Right. And then you want to get home and yeah, you had somebody to vent to, but if you want a stress reliever and he can't fulfill that, like, what's the point? For the rest of my life? Oh my God, it's like a nightmare. <laughs> like, Oh no! So <clears throat> I think that you, 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 you. Did you think? Do you think you were settling? I was settling. I knew I was settling, but and you were you were going to be okay. With I it. was. Could you see yourself <laughs> if you were still with him? Could you see yourself 
faithful to him for five years with the same mm-hmm. mundane, still trying to graduate to your master's level, mm-hmm. and he's still elementary. What if he never left elementary school and then go to middle school <laughs> on the levels of sex? I mean, mm-hmm. would you, would you have been faithful because you so was in love with him? I can say right now, now that it's over and done, I can say yes. Oh, wow. Because I, on lots, there were lots of times where I stared at my phone and had my finger hovering over the button to call somebody else to complete the job. Or, um, like I said, <laughs> the, the, the oral was, the score was a lot lower. And so, <laughs> the, um... So I always I've always had this one friend who's just really good at that and I and that's all he wants to do. So I always had my finger on the button, but something inside of me was like, no, I can't I can't hurt him like that. That's what I'm saying. In our relationship there was real feelings and love there. And as much as I was unfulfilled, I had hope and I trusted that he could do better and he could be better over time. And I would never hurt him like that. Aww. I would have never done it. Aww. I when I love, I love hard. You know. I see, <laughs> boo. I see. But do you think that in in a healthy relationship where both people? Oh, that was the Lord telling us we need to switch the topic. Lord the Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I hope y'all didn't hear the pots and pans just explode in the kitchen all by themselves. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, um, what was I saying? Yes. In a, can you stop spinning already? (laughs) (laughs) In a loving, healthy relationship where the sex is like between a six and a seven, can it get better? And and imagine in this loving, healthy relationship, you guys have great communication, so you Mm -hmm. can you can talk to each Mm -hmm. other, and he's making a good effort. Can it get better? I think it can. I think it can. I think it can. I I do. Um, It would just have to be... I mean, do you create good sex of constantly having orgasms? Or do you think that the person got to almost knock you, almost like... (laughs) You know how you can get... So, how do you... How do, how do you we define? define or how do you measure that you're having the, the great sex? Is it because the person makes you have orgasms in one session or do you just, you know, the person makes you feel a certain way or they know how, how to how to get to your spot quicker? Like, how do you define is great? Wow. What is your definition? Um, uh, first of all, they have to be adventurous in the bedroom. <laughs> Um, that's number one. You can't. <laughs> stop laughing. I'm very serious. You can't be closed-minded or shy or anything like that. You got to be a little bit adventurous. Um, man, keeping in mind that I have family and friends listening, <laughs> we already a little bit alive. I'm going to say that uh, I am multi-orgasmic, so <laughs> I am. I get at least six to ten. Per session, I'm I'm blessed. Are you serious? You I know. Lying. I'm, I'm telling you the truth. I don't so believe you. If you only Ain't no give way me, to where you get six to ten orgasms. You got to read this book. I'll give it to you. Oh, it's Lord. called the Multi Orgasmic Woman and the Multi Orgasmic Man. It's oh, one for Lord. each each sex. Um, and then the Kama Sutra. There's a whole bunch of books on it. You got to read on it. Control your breathing. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but if you can't give me one, 
then you already uh you lacking a little bit because i can give me one by myself you know what i'm saying yeah so i define great sex as someone who he you gotta you gotta get me to that point where i'm about to explode like when when i get tears in my eyes then yeah it was really good i don't cry very often but i've been brought to tears a couple times like it's that good wow yeah I guess I don't look at my experiences the way you do. I look at the connection. Oh, there's emotions in your sex, huh? And it, oh, yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, continue. Tell me about these feelings. Yeah, there's feelings in mine, too. Oh, God. I'm not in love right you. now, though, but go ahead. Yeah, I look at the emotion. And I look at my vulnerability with that person Ooh. can i just freely give myself right mm-hmm. and just like really be like in a like my alter ego right right can i be that person in the bedroom does she have a name tmi <laughs> <laughs> Cause I am not <laughs> gonna have him come back and say you run your mouth too much. But no, but if I'm able to let off any inhibitions and be free and really comfortable and we connect and it's energizing and it's just y'all should see her smile, yummy. y'all. It's it, it's good. Yeah. It's it's not about. It is about the orgasm, of course. I mean, of course, that's going to—it's inevitable if you had that connection with somebody. Mm-hmm. But it's different when you can be open and vulnerable with that person and not feel like ooh, dirty or I shouldn't have done that. Because the other guy with the average, I could never be that way with him. Mm-hmm. It was like he was living off of is watching additional porn uh-huh. and try to bring that in He's trying to recreate that with you yeah but he was on a basic level it was like had the adverse effect <laughs> like <laughs> no let's no mm-hmm. let's 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 calm down let's don't what, what's that uh snl like don't be trying to bring that comp- complicated shit that relationship <laughs> when you can't even do the basics the basic okay stuff, so right? stop let's wow. go level one but anyway can I just point point out something that I don't know if you you probably don't know this about me because you know you and I don't have the sex. <laughs> so for for women, sex is an emotional action, right? It's that's why it's such a big deal when you give up the cookie to somebody. <laughs> Whole another topic coming. For me personally, sex is a physical act. It has been. I've been completely detached from my emotions in the bedroom. And this is so true. And it, and it's how I live my life. You I know. know. <laughs> and you're like, damn, they never. I know. I'm very calculated like, about the things I do. Like a dude. Yes, and I'm like a dude when it comes to sex. So that is why my sex is different, and it's on a whole nother level because I'm. It's completely physical. There's no emotion in it. However, <laughs> when I fall in love, <laughs> and I have that 
my feelings get involved in the sex my sex goes up a whole nother plateau like it's a whole nother level and that's probably why I can be more accepting of some flaws once I have emotions and feelings but for me in the beginning if it's just physical it's like you here to do a job get it done oh my gosh really so I am you know oh god I, it was never like that with me I know I, I was like always in a relationship then stuck and then try to figure out do I want to continue <laughs> should it be an expiration date coming soon uh -huh. I mean I was, that was always my situation um yeah that was always my situation but I noticed that after being divorced after divorce it was difficult because you were trying to I was trying to find something because you I was trying to find a comparison to the husband and oh, that was something like I was good. like oh my god I gotta stop doing that and it just wasn't good for me to compare because mm -hmm. I always compare all the guys to him so that explains why you're such a big um a proponent of the 90 day rule because you need to have some sort of emotional attachment in order to be vulnerable with the person in order to have yeah, the good sex yeah, that's and true. that's why I have a hard time making it to 45 days because <laughs> I could care less <laughs> I'm trying to get to the physical action to know if you are good at that then I can start to learn to like well, you know, fall I, they, they, I don't want to have a large body count okay oh, nobody Please. wants the body okay, count so you're going I'm still, I'm still discerning with my partners. Okay. I'm just saying, you know, the lucky ones come <laughs> the skilled. The lucky 45. <laughs> the know? lucky up to 45. What? No. <laughs> but we stopping, you know, in the mid-20s. That's okay. where you're supposed to be, right? I don't know. I don't know. I stopped counting when I was 20, so. When you were 20 bodies or you were after no, 20? No. I, <laughs> <laughs> I stopped counting in my 20s. That, remember I said how I had, many bodies how many partners yeah because remember I had that what was that four or it was four years that I was abstinent somewhere in there I just kind of gave up on sex altogether I did have emotional issues back then um so after when I came out of that four year abstinence I stopped counting altogether so damn many, so you don't know how many bodies you have but stop saying it like it's a, <laughs> a thousand more <laughs> it's like well you say you don't have a, no attachment and I you don't, just look but at I them don't as be, objects basically they are uh, but keep in mind i keep my objects for a year or more i can be with somebody and and not be in a relationship i can do that and it can last a long time i can never do that mm -hmm. i can never do that it was it was very I was like the one I want to just get it and, and get married because I always had that you know condemnation of um God is angry at me mm -hmm. and I need to stop and I just had that in the back of my mind and I still do today um, so it's always there lingering like God wants me to be right and do right but it's like I don't know if I want to get married again. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. I'm enjoying my life as it is. You never had the inkling or the desire to sow your royal oats? Go on a wild sex spree? Yeah. <laughs> Have a, what they call a hot girl summer? No, because I don't need that. I just oh, wow. need... I'm... Trust me, I am good. Spoken like a true church girl. I am good. So I don't need that desire to do that. I, at 41, have experiences, mm -hmm. good, 
average and great (laughs) so i am able to reflect back on those experiences and glad i'm where i'm at today how about that okay well well she just hair tossed me all right so i guess we're coming to the end then do yeah, so, I mean, I, this, I, I think we should dive a little bit more, because this, this is such a, like, an interesting topic. It is, like, it is. Um, do you ever, do, have you ever told someone their sex is bad? We never told, told you that. Like, you know, talk about bad sex, have you told them, or you just quit it all together, and then just had another excuse of why you ended it? I've never said the words. Um, I just never called again. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, what most people do. They just, it's so I mean, how do you say it. that? You don't say, you don't say, you know what, thanks for that. You, you know what I've done? And I've had guys call me the next day and say, why you do that? I'll have the sex, <laughs> clean myself up, and then I'll be like, okay, well, I'm going to go home now. What? I've done, it a, I've done it a dozen times. And then the guy will be like, what? You going home? Because remember, I'm the dude. <laughs> so I always be like, yeah, I'm going to go. And then I go home and they text or call or whatever. Like, are you okay? Is everything all right? Yeah, everything's fine. Don't call me no more. Yeah. I, I'm a little hardcore. If it's bad, I'm I'm not staying. I'm going to well, go. Well, yeah, I think about that snow experience. He was blowing up my phone asking if I got home okay. And I don't think I ever answered. Because I was like, free at last. Free at last. Thank God about it. free at last. still wondering if you got home. Girl. And girl, I was like, thank you. I was, and it was treacherous weather. But thank God I got home. Because I was like, ain't no way in the world. That was my life. That was my that's my lesson. Dude, I was so fast in the pants. Mm-hmm. And one of these gets snowed in, it'll turn out to be two days of hell. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no food, no comfort, no movie in the world could be able to keep me comfortable. No, I wanted to get out and escape, like the movie Get Out. That's how I felt like I was trapped in the in the, <laughs> in the, like, in the sunken land. I'm in the second place. Yo, we're talking about this is like 20 years ago. Like I was like early 20s, mm-hmm. and I still remember it, the awkwardness, the feeling, everything. Mm-hmm. And for the the audacity for this man to kind of reach out back to me through Facebook and send me a DM or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, Slim, (laughs) 20 years later, and you married? Mm No. Baby, you had no chance in hell you would ever get. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying, like, no. So you're right. So going back to my question, it is difficult to tell somebody that you're lacking in that area. You can't even tell a person. First of all, you can never tell a man that they are not endowed enough. And you is just they already know. (laughs) They already know. Trust me, they already know. What I guess it's but you know they already and I say that because that dude knew and he started pulling out things to supplement and I was like, well, who the hell will buy this kind of stuff? And they didn't know they would they were weak in that area. Well. What what would make him think that somebody had to complain for him to figure out? Hey, I need to go and order this and order this to make up. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> nobody that didn't work for me and move on. But have you had somebody that was just too big? I've had I, the the largest person was not was large, but not too big. I mean, it was large. I guess it was too big. <laughs> I don't ask me these questions. I don't know. I kept going back, so it couldn't have been that big. It's all right. Mm, okay. 
Yeah, but you know what? That person, I did not like him as a human being on a, on a slowly <laughs> oh basic level. I, th- I think I went out with him. Again, I went out. That was one of those instances where I went out a little bit longer than I should have. I should have stopped talking to him after like two months. Because that right at two months, uh, we had the sex. He was the largest I'd ever seen. So I had the sex like two more times. But then I was like, you irritate me. Like looking at your face makes me nauseous. Was he, ugly? he wasn't ugly. He's, his personality bothered oh. me. So listening to him talk or watching him eat, he was one of those nasty eaters. The guys who hold their fork like a caveman and <laughs> shovel the food in. So every time we went out to dinner, I'd be sitting across the table like, can you please hold your fork like a gentleman? Like, please. He had horrible expectations. Like I, I, you, I always only had to wear heels. That that bothered me. In my early twenties, when I dated guys who felt like women should never wear sweatpants or sneakers, I, I was like, you know what? what? I, they Point felt like because when when you're out in public with the man, they want you to always look your best. They want you to always look like some other man should be looking at their man so they can have oh, pride in the woman next okay. to them. And I understand that if we're going to dinner or if we're going to a party or something. But if we run into the laundromat, why I got to put on heels and tight jeans? <laughs> and that happened one time. If we were we were going to the movies at the midnight show and it was a last minute decision. So I just threw on something and he was like, Ugh, is that what you're going to wear? Ugh. Men. That yeah. was just that man. That was just that man. I've had a bunch of weirdos. But the, the I the I had one guy mm-hmm. never actually got it in. He didn't imagine we're playing golf. He never put the ball in the hole. But he thought he did. Like that's how unindulged he was. <laughs> and so I didn't have the heart to tell him. I just let him think he did and he enjoyed himself and then I was like, You can go. <laughs> Thank you. How do you tell them that? How do you say you're not quite there? Well, I would just take your fingers and pimp them. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Ew. So, well, did you find a quote about today? I did. <laughs> Um, I think I found a quote for me um, and anybody else who is like me. Um, if you think like I do, if you feel like I do, somebody send me a thumbs up or a high five or something so I know I'm not alone in this world. Uh, this quote I got, it says, uh, oh no, that's not a good one. The most exhausting thing in life is being insincere. By Anne Moreau, by Anne Moreau Lindbergh. Hmm. So maybe we should be honest. Let's repeat that again. <laughs> <laughs> the most exhausting thing in life is being insincere. That's oh. very true. Okay. What does that have to do with sex? I don't know. It okay, didn't. okay. <laughs> well, we started out with good sex can stretch a bad relationship for a long time. You had that experience. I don't. I just, you know, end it and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, all I mean, the quotes I'm seeing is like, there's nothing better than good sex, but bad sex, a like peanut butter and jelly sandwich is better than bad sex. But it, it, it just depends because we just discovered in this podcast that 
we can settle for error sex. Yeah. And then the peanut butter jelly sandwich is still good after that error sex. I love sex. a peanut butter jelly so sandwich. So it just depends. It all depends on where you are in life because we are maturing and growing every day. Yes. And sometimes people would like to have the sex often. And sometimes people don't really need it. True. You know, it, it, it becomes a personal need of what's, what, what they want out of life. Mm-hmm. Like... That's deep. Girl. Um, yeah, but... I literally turned my whole body away from her that, right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, it is... You did it for four years, so don't don't act like you cannot um, contain your, your yourself. But anyway, what I'm saying is it depends on that person's walk in life mm-hmm. if that... They definitely need and value that good sex aspect, and good sex is defined in different de- definitions with everyone. It is. So it just depends. So uh, here's some homework for all of you people out there in relationships, new budding relationships or experienced ones. Um, ask your your partner what their definition of good sex is, and if it's somebody that you've been with for a while, it would be interesting to know if you're doing the things that they expect or if it's if what they said is what you expected to hear so there's your homework assignment and hopefully they give honest feedback like let's have let's 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 have a dialogue about this dialogue about it like deep discussions about it and then come back and tell us what what you learned because we need to hear yes (laughs) i am interested indeed well that concludes our podcast i hope you enjoyed of it course. as much as we did talking about it laughing and giggling and if you have any questions or comments you can find us on instagram at and facebook at she got goals podcast and we're also have a gmail account and you can email us at she got goals podcast at gmail.com until next time good night everyone